Alright, welcome to the first ever backstage podcast. And I know a lot of you are probably wondering if backstage <laughs> would still be a thing. Seeing that we started promoting backstage probably a year ago. I think it's probably a year ago about on our YouTube channel and through different platforms but we're here we're a podcast um, and we're focused on helping persons to understand what it really means to be successful what really goes into real success now what is backstage can talk about the physical definition so it's an area behind a stage in a theater sometimes it has like dressing rooms um, and things of the sort so it's out of the view of the audience and this is why we want to go backstage because as the audience seeing persons become successful we oftentimes are out of the view of the actual work some persons call it the dirty work that goes into the process of being successful you understand and there are several persons that we know there are several persons that you may not know who have climbed the corporate ladder the creative ladder the entrepreneurial ladder etc and they have literally mastered their craft and just a disclaimer if you're hearing a fan in the background <laughs> you don't know it's someone it's really hot so we want to as much as possible keep cool because we're going to be really discussing some very important topics so hello to you hello to all those persons listening Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. Alright, in getting started, we want to define what does it mean to be successful. So being successful simply means that you are accomplishing a desired aim or result. Note, it's a desired aim or result. Alright. So it's a desired aim or result. So it has to be personal. It has to be coming from what you desire out of life. Different people have different ideas of what it means to be successful. If you look on persons, for example, from impoverished areas, they tell you, for example, you have two persons, okay? Both of them never know them father they have experienced some very volatile times in their lives they've also experienced suffering as relates to lack and they will tell you one will tell you that listen because i experienced suffering and not having my father i did not amount to any much good in society 
whilst another will tell you that because I experienced lack and suffering and impoverished um, situations, I decided to rise above my challenges, use my challenges as stepping stones, and now I am a positive con contributor to society living a successful life so it then says to me that in order to be successful it has to start from your mindset once your mindset is right you can build on the foundation of your mindset and become whatever it is that you want to be you understand brilliant the other thing we want to talk about is how success is measured as relates to millennials and the generation before us because you know the generation before us have literally said to us that listen success is defined by you owning a vehicle by you owning a house etc whereas a lot of millennials believe that owning a house is not much of a big deal they prefer to rent because it's cheaper for them to maintain that type of lifestyle and a lot of millennials are focused on traveling and whatever so they don't want to be burdened down by mortgage payments etc um well so many millennials will be like hey i want a vehicle and that will ultimately decide for me because we allow material things to decide for us if we're successful you understand so it's a very interesting dynamic it's a very interesting thing to look on when you're thinking about the whole aspect of what is success and what does it mean to be successful you understand um the other thing you want to touch on is how millennials view money because we are in a micro age microwave sorry era where we're so focused on getting things quickly and so we've seen the rise of scamming, we've seen the rise of affiliate marketing, network marketing, etc. And we're so focused on getting the bread, getting the bread, getting the bread, getting the bread. And not just getting it, but getting it quickly. So according to 2016 Millennial Survey by Deloitte, clear trends are shaping up amongst millennials when it comes to things they assign value to in the workplace. According to data, young professionals evaluate career opportunities based on the following criteria. Good work-life. So, good work-slash-life balance. The amount of money they're being paid. Opportunities to progress. So, opportunities to be promoted. Flexibility. And this is one that is big for me. Such as being able to work from home. And of course, deriving meaning from work. So you want to know if your work is really fulfilling. You know, because you don't just want to work and die. What these trends seem to be circumscribing, but not tackling directly, is the idea of freedom. Millennials simply want the freedom to mix and match their working and personal lives as they fit. And they're willing to forego the vacation home, the yacht and the personal helicopter for this opportunity they seem to measure happiness not by the size of the paycheck but by the richness of their lives and the moral or social value of the work they perform and i believe this is strongly linked 
to mental health. I've known persons, I've experienced it also, where they're working on organization and they're being paid well. The benefits are nice, but they're just not fulfilled and it starts to play on the mental health and they choose their happiness over that. So how to find your own success? Very important. Happiness really and truly is what we crave as millennials. Whether it is we're entrepreneurs, we're um, employees, we have a fat paycheck or not, we're looking for happiness. And the thing is, we need to understand that happiness, sometimes we have to work for it. Picture this, the Zorro effect. So this is the idea that we can learn to focus on small, incremental, and highly achievable goals to leverage our inertia and eventually learn how to tackle larger goals and responsibilities. So this really taps into the powerful psychology of setting small goals which empowers us to do the heavier lifting when the time comes. So what is our suggestion here? At backstage today we're suggesting to you that you tackle small goals set small goals for yourselves okay this month I want to save $10,000 and then you save the $10,000 next month you say alright I can push it to 15 and you save the 15 this month you save one by 100 units of a particular stock and then you just continue climbing 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 until you're able to do the heavy lifting I really hope that this episode was an eye-opener to you I really hope that you had an opportunity to learn you know because I'm always interested in learning and I want to share with others especially my peers what I have learned Thank you so much for tuning in to Backstage. Follow us on all social media platforms. That's Backstage Pass on Facebook and Backstage Pass 1 on Instagram. Feel free to send us your messages, your concerns, your questions, topics you'd want us to discuss, etc. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We're out.